0: Hi, everyone. You're on the air with Mason from Mason's Network. Well, I'm excited today. Last week, I went to the Experience Trade Show. It was a great experience for us. It was in Clearwater, Florida, so it was a really good time to meet. I was also able to speak on how to find and train employees with Bill Yaden. It was real special for me to be able to do the PowerPoint and all that with Bill. And uh, the results were really good. A lot of people came up to me. I want to talk to you about what I spoke over on how you find people. But let's talk about sales first, and then I'll kind of go over uh, what I spoke on. So when you're looking for employees, you have to find your target, just like your target market when you want to find out what work you want to go and chase. You also have to do the same with employees you have to make sure the employees are the right fit. Today's show, I want to talk about how and who to target for sales. I have a good friend named Ed, and he uh, was talking to me. He's doing everything right to get work. He's on Yelp. He has internet. He boosts his Facebook page. Social media big. He's doing reminders. He's doing everything right. But how does he get more work? Well, I do think with... Google, uh, search engine optimizing, and PPC, pay-per-click, there is a saturation level there too. So you're going to be getting a lot of different shoppers that might even get the wrong phone number. What I really want to key on is hiring salespeople. A lot of you guys are like, I can't afford a salesperson. But you can. You're going to be helping this guy and his family or this woman and her family uh, support their family by them producing more work. So my template on a salesperson is really simple. First, you have to find the right fit. A homemaker is really nice because she's normally at home and she wants to bring in some money for the income, but she needs her free time to pick up the kids, run errands and all that. So she can do a lot of social media to get work and she can go out and have a purpose to go out to do something. So uh, that income would really help their family. Uh, Another one that I really like as a sales is CarMax. Now, I'm not talking to go out and get a used car salesman. CarMax is different. They're young. They like their free time. And they get $250 a car. So if they sell you a Cadillac or a Honda or a Camry, they get the same. So those salesmen are really good and they're personable. So I really like them also. Um, Waiter. Uh, bus uh, waiters, really good. Those ones are really good because they they greet people and they're nice. So those are my key target for salespeople. Now you're thinking, hey, Mason, how can I afford it? Well, you have two pay structures. For the homemaker or the part-time one, I just do a 20% commission one time. So if they go on social media and go into all these private groups and bring in income, jobs to you, they get 20% of whatever the job is. So if they do any work in April, you pay them on the second or the third pay period of the following month. So May, it'd be like May 15th, for example. You don't want to pay them after each job, because if you do a $100 job, you don't want to race over their house and go pay them. You want to give them their commission once a month. So that would be really good for them. You want to provide them with the tools, magnets, pins, all that kind of stuff that will help them, business cards, to get more work. That is the template of a part-time salesman. But let's talk about a full-time salesman. Everyone needs a base pay. They can't go all month without a paycheck. So I like paying them $10 an hour, 40-hour weeks. So they would come in and, and I would give them systems and schedules. And I'm making up some forms on this. I'm going to give it over to Dan, and then I'll make sure it's available for all you guys. But picture this: you hire a full-time salesperson. This guy gets ten bucks an hour. Every morning they show up at the office at eight or nine o'clock, whatever's best for their schedule. Um, I like the salesman to show up more at nine than eight because at eight I'm getting the vans ready and I'm doing a whole bunch of other stuff. So nine o'clock, the salesman comes in. He hits the phones for three hours. I give him leads. He goes and gets his own leads. And then at noon, he takes off, either takes a client out to lunch, or go and sees accounts, and then he starts hitting the doors. Now, this is something that's not being done. If you go out and meet people, a lot of these people cannot connect with people just over the internet. They don't see them. If you go out and start giving quotes, a good friend of mine, Paul, he goes out and gives a quote on every job before he does it. And then you have no hidden hidden anything. Some jobs you just don't want to do. Uh, Shiloh's really good about that. He doesn't just quote it over the phone. He goes out there and sees it. I'm real impressed with Shiloh and Paul. So that's a really good way to go out and do it. So these guys can go out and do it. And then after they're done, that client is yours. It's no longer more commission and more commission on top of it. They're gonna have to always be chasing. So uh, let's let's paint a template. They come into the work at, at nine. They stay in the office till around noon. They go out to lunch. If it's a regular client, I give them a Chili's or an Applebee's gift card or a Fridays for twenty-five dollars. Anything above it is on them. So I just try to tell them to hey, stick with the gift card. And they go out to lunch with an apartment complex, property managers, eye doctors, dentists, any anyone that they need to go see. Then after that, then they go out and hit their doors for a couple hours. After they're done with their doors, they come back to the office and turn in their paperwork. This is real important to give them systems and procedures. If you can afford it, I would get a, like a pickup or a car letter and wrap it and put teletrack on it so you know where they're going. Now, you guys have to remember this. They're your very first contact, so make sure they have a uniform shirt, they're clean cut, they're in a presentable car, And they go out there and start passing out cards. If you pass out cards, they will get work. Then, now that guy cannot get 20%. He only gets his commission after he reaches his hurdle or benchmark. So if a salesman goes out there and gets work, he has to produce $10,000 before he gets 10%. So if a salesman is a true salesman, he'll be like, no, I want the 20%. But in this case... He wants a base pay and that's how I do it. So anything above the 10,000, he gets 10%. He has to meet it. Now, a lot of salesmen aren't gonna get a lot of work at first. They will have some low-hanging fruit from their friends on Facebook and and just networking. But true salesmen will take a while to fill up the pipeline. So don't produce 10,000 at first. Maybe have the hurdle really small at two or four grand, just enough to make enough money to pay him, and then the next month produce it more. You want it have it where they feel good about themselves. If a salesman feels good about himself, he will reflect that image on with the customers and then he can learn the product better. he can YouTube start getting more involved with what's going on in the procedures. On why your cleaning process is better, or your sales, or you know what you're doing, your service is better. So that's how I really like it. So the first month I'd probably do a four thousand dollar hurdle. Second month maybe six, then eight, and then ten. I'd probably increase it by two. And anything above the four thousand, he gets ten percent. Anything above the six, the second month, ten percent. If you feel like it's still a strong hurdle and you have a low population, you might want to change it to 4000 for the first three months and then change it. But a true salesman won't need much time, and you want them to hustle. Now, the question is, what if they got a regular account? They go out and get this restaurant account or this big Coca-Cola account, and it's a monthly or a once a year big account, not once a year, but a quarterly account or a monthly. If they get an account like that, you might want to give their commission for the first year. And then you can tear it off and maybe do 5%, you know, the second year if they help you manage. But you want to eventually get away from always giving them commission on that. If the salesman is bringing more and more to the table and you want to up his pay, that's fine. But you have to start here, and you have to get them going. Now, different areas, minimum wage might be 12 or 15, so the 10 bucks won't work, but in uh, areas like I am in Texas, it would work. So, you guys have to come up with the templates that work better for you. I call it your X Factor, but this is really a way. I tell you, Ed and I had a great talk, a good friend of mine, this is something not being done. If you're hitting the pavement, You're calling people, you're showing up, your tickets get bigger, you have more work, you already have the truck or the trucks, you can produce. This is a key thing for sales. Hire sales people. And do not worry if they stay or go. You're not worried if they're going to take your clients. You're going to have enough involvement that they're not going to be able to take everyone they bring. And they're probably not even going to stay in the field. A lot of them just want to get a sales career going so they can move on to another one. We're in a very small industry. So a true salesman would probably start looking at other industries besides just the carpet cleaning. So there's a lot of good sales out there, good good ways to look at it. Uh, that's how I would start looking at it for salespeople. I think you guys really need to look at this. Anyways, uh, I love hearing all your comments and your emails to me. I really do appreciate it. And uh, just a quick sales tip. All right, Mason on the air, signing off.